Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let the Disability Fool You. Hey, I'm your host, Domo Jones, and this episode is sponsored by Salve, an online store catered to the disabled community. It's not just a brand. Nah, it's a whole statement. Also, our time transportation and companionship services. This is a service where we cater to the disabled community as well as senior citizens taking them places and treating them right. Hey, let's get into it. Yo, yo, yo. We have a super dope guest on this episode. Candice, what up, dude? Hey, hey! Super major intro, right? Super major intro. You know, I have to say that your eloquent introduction just Come warms on. my heart. Come on, eloquence! Come it did on, it. Eloquence. It did it for me. It did it for me. It. I was like, yes, let's go, let's go. Yo, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Like, I'm super grateful. Um. Because you a you a guru, you a guru in these streets, well Texas streets, but you a guru in these streets. Look, hey, I, all I have to say is this: with the internet being what it is, I could be worldwide, baby. That's all Listen, I need. Listen, travel be worldwide. Okay. Travel. Yes, all right, let's is. get into it. Candy, tell us your story. Like, what's your what's your medical disability like? We want to know your life. Let us know. Ooh, where do we want to start? Uh, uh, since you introduction, I'll do a little bit of a follow-up, right? So, Hi. you know, I'm Candace Joseph, business guru, um, CEO of the Joseph Consulting Firm out of Houston. I'm also the radio show host of the Business Knowledge Broker Hour with Candace Joseph on High Volume Music Radio every Sunday night. And uh, what can I say? I am the oldest... Uh, you know, I'm the oldest kid. I'm the mm-hmm. shortest kid. Everybody else is over six feet tall. I'm short, Listen. but I'm cool with that. I'm all right. You know, to talk about my journey is simple, right? Yeah. One pound, 13 ounces. At wow. birth. Wow. And, uh, and I've been battling ever since. You know, I look at the, you know, I went seven days without a name. I look at that like, okay. That's my lucky number, seven, right? Yeah. So everything I do, I do it in sevens. And uh, most people don't know that about me, but I do. And what can I say? All my life I battled different health issues, you know, dealing from asthma, you know, all the basic childhood stuff. You know, I had measles, mumps, all of that, chicken pox. It's like, God, like, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, when do I get a break? Taking medication, right. take my hair out. People at school call it cancer kid. It's like, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Slow really? Up. Oh, yeah, I was bullied from elementary through college. Yes. Really? Yes. But at the same time, though, when they see that smile, people are like, whoa. It's really? over. It's, it's over. It's over. And I'm smart. <laughs> Really right, look out. come on, it's a double whammy. That's it. So, you know, over the years, I've done, I've had different health challenges, and 
um, you know, due to different life situations. You know, I was diagnosed with PTSD back in 2005. Mm -hmm. I also have ADHD and ADD. Okay. And uh, due to a car wreck in 2016, now they're saying that I'm uh, that I have fibromyalgia due to the trauma of the car wreck. So I walk with a limp. I got a cool cane. I got a whole bunch of cool canes actually. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, how many? How many canes? How many canes? I have like five or six different canes, and they're oh, different stop. styles. You know, I got yeah. one. You know, I got one that's clear where the head screw off, and I stuffed all the bills in it and go to the strip club. Okay. I do that, I do that just for fun. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fun thing that I do, and because most times when you have a disability, people don't know how to approach you. So I do yes. fun things like that to kind of break the ice, so people know that it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to ask why I walk with a limp, why I walk with a cane, um, but I smile every day. Yeah, you know. So um, for me, very- I just yeah, I just try to educate at the same time. So I make it fun. I make it unawkward. You know, I got a cane that's Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's Spider-Man all the way down, you know, and a spider, big spider inside of the, the handle part that's like reaching up at, at me. You oh, know, so, so sometimes we we have to be okay with, um, you know, having these differences and, um, you know, being okay with that. Being bullied as a kid was hard at first. But okay. once I think I got to like the third or fourth grade and then I recognized why I was being bullied was because of um, my physical differences in regards to uh, being a lot smaller than people. Mm-hmm. My hand, my hands are smaller. Uh, okay. You know, there's some 10 years old, 10 year olds out there, their hands are bigger than mine. Okay. I'm, I'm scared. I'm like, man, they're going to give me these hands. <laughs> right, right, right. They're going to give me these hands. I need to back up. <laughs> they're going to give me these hands. I don't know what to do with that. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, you go through paces where it's just kind of like, I realized that I was different early on due to that, doing, you know, due to being hospitalized a lot as a kid, not being in school, you know, you know, yeah. when, you co- when you come back from summer break, the only thing you can say is, well, you know, my parents sent me to asthma camp, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, right. you, know, you, you know, you fit to get chased down the hallway. It's just, you know, it's just some things. You just know for to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Listen, I totally yeah. understand that because I yeah. was raised, I was born with asthma um, and AIDS too, and I couldn't do nothing. I can't be too hot. I can't be too cold. Mm-hmm. I can't breathe too hard. I'm like, man, what? What? Is this like People don't even world? understand it, and people do they not don't. get it. And it'd be like, you know what? I'm cool with you not understanding. I think that's right. kind of where I'm at. I'm at that point in my life. Like, I'm cool with you not understanding, but just know that it's there. But, um, you know, I had to adjust being in a, you know, at first I was in a wheelchair for a year. I adjusted okay. to that. You know. Okay, wait. Yeah. So, so let's let's talk about that. Like, okay, so, so, you, so you say you were only in it for a year. So yeah. what made you get to that point to where you and, had to get in a wheelchair? In 2016, I was in a car wreck. Okay. And me and my mom were in a car wreck, and my leg, my knee, and stuff got stuck underneath the dashboard. Whoa. So at first, they just thought, okay, muscle contusions, a little bit of hip pain. Okay, you got some bruising. You know, give it a. Yeah. 
Yo, we back. All right. So, My apologies. I don't know what happened. Good. It's all you know, good. When the, bo- the guru got a call and I was trying to extinguish the call and the call said, you gonna, you gonna listen to me. You gonna, you know listen, I'm you gonna take this call. What you gonna do is take the call. Even if you don't answer the call, you gonna take the call. <laughs> take the call I'm not taking the call. But um, basically, um, getting back to what I was saying about the accident, my knee got yes. stuck in the dash. They told me they thought it was going to be like a six weeks, you know, a month to six week process for healing and that kind of thing. And, you know, after a month, it was kind of like, okay, why she can't put weight on this leg? Why is it still swollen? Why is the kneecap still out of place? What's going on here? And the thing about it was nothing was broken, but everything was swollen, bruised, red, inflamed. And it just, it stayed that way. For yeah. months and it was like hard to put weight on on the leg um so they just said you know for it to be easier for me just to maneuver in a wheelchair until i got used to the crutches so i can hold them on weight because that's mm-hmm. how weak mm-hmm. i was and i was like okay so you know when they started talking about knee replacement and hip replacement it was like okay so cool when we doing it let's go it's go time yeah. you know i'm ready right then they were like well we feel like you could you should, if you rehab for a year you won't need it. Okay. So I rehabbed okay. for a year. Yeah. Got out of the wheelchair, got back, uh, I got two crutches. And I went from crutches to a cane over a three-year period. So. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I call it the pimp limp. I got a pimp limp, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, I can't dance anymore. I can't do uh, ballet anymore like I used to. Wait, um, wait, wait. Hold pump your brakes killer. Pump yeah. your brakes killer. You yeah. was a you was a ballet dancer? I used to do ballet and the, so every now and then I would just kinda do a little point on my tippy toes. I'm a big girl, no. but I can handle it. Yeah. Are you just serious? for fun? Just for I mean, just for fun, like I do stuff in waves. So like I used to do that as a teenager and every now and then put on some shoes and you just go ham you know in the listen, space listen that is so super dope like you like the like the black nutcracker inside <laughs> look hardly but I tried uh, you know hey I think maybe you know if I cultivated that type of thing you know when I was like middle school age or something like that maybe that's what something I could have been Yeah. but yeah. for me I've always done things just to complete them just to see if I can complete them I never did anything to prove anybody anything to anybody or to try to be better than anybody it was just more so of hey I want to try that can I try you yeah know? yeah that's what I've okay, always so, done so, so what, what else what, what other adventures things have you just like tapped into i used to travel a lot in my 20s and 30s um just kind of go um you know you hang out and gravitate in spaces with people and um every friday i used to just take flights really every friday every friday why not i worked hard i played hard i got off i got off and drove straight to that point okay where are we going this week you know and just hang out with people and I've done a lot of things just to do them. You know, genealogy, same thing. I what? love history. I love family trees. I have a, I have a genealogy company too. And wow. I just try to do, I try to do things that I'm interested in, right? Yeah. So, P- 
people always think that it's weird when they see me on the radio and interviews and things like that. But I'm an introvert. Yeah, yeah. Hardcore. Would have like, never guessed. Man, I would sit in my room wrapped up in a Snuggie on my bed. No way. With playing, playing opera in the background and playing a game what? of chess against myself. Yeah, I play chess. Yeah. Oh, who am I talking yeah. to, guys? Who am I talking to? Yeah. To the things I like. I've so always funny. liked chess. I've always liked chess. I collect jazz albums. I collect chess sets from all over the world. This is what I do. Like, I'm an introvert and I have thousands and thousands and boxes of books. Like, I have more books than I have furniture in my house right now. Wow. So, yeah. I love that though, because I mean, honestly, you literally break the stigma of what a black person should do. Um, only drink Kool Aid, only eat fried chicken, only know how to play the drums. You know the typical mm-hmm. stuff that we that that they look at us to uh, to do or be. But yeah. I love that you that you have the mindset to go outside of that. Like you're very rare, and I think that's like super dope, and that gives you an advantage because people may look at you like you're the typical, but when you hear their conversation. When you like, no, 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 let me, let me help you, sweetie. Let me, let me tell you what I, how I really get down. Mm-hmm. Don't like, don't underestimate you like that. A challenge. Oh yeah. I'm Come the, on. I'm the quiet, I'm the quiet riot. I'm the person that you don't see coming. I'm yeah. the person that will be in a room, in a space and people will overlook me, look past me and don't think about me twice. And I love it. That I love is- it. Dope. <laughs> I love it. Super dope. You know, I love it. You know, uh, uh, me being a, an awkward flower made dating yeah. uh, made dating difficult. Uh-huh. Uh But once I got you, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's that's all. Period. Pooh. I got you. Period. And uh, <laughs> you know, like I tell people all the time. Hey, just get to know me. You don't know me. Just get to know me and you might actually like me. Yeah. And for people that don't, I always tell them it's their loss. Right. Period. Yeah. That's your loss. Now that's facts. It's your loss. Your loss. So I I am eclectic. I am um I'm different in a lot of ways, but I'm the same as a lot of people in a lot of ways too, you know? Yeah. Except for, for me, when I leave my neighborhood, I'm jamming some <laughs> opera at high volume baby high volume and I'm had that I'm gonna put me a little whoop whoop in there even though it don't go you know uh, I, I will do that um you know I call my little car the Tokyo Drift you know it's a little Toyota I'm doing my Tokyo Drift going down the street okay okay you know with my handicapped plates you Listen. already know because you are I have mine too and don't care and super excited about it because why are we going to the front Oh, you know what I do? Let me tell you, like, when, when I'm, uh, when I uh, tell somebody I'm taking them out on a date, I said, do you know with me, it's always VIP, baby. You it's always VIP. You know that? It's, I, I don't, you know, if I could rent out the restaurant for you, I would, but, you know, I all I could do, would. I, you know, all I could do is just give you this front door parking spot and just let you know somebody fit a hold the door for you. That may not be me, but somebody gonna hold that door open for you. <laughs> exactly that is so true like they don't understand we, we get front side service all the time I go to places where they tell me I'm supposed to pay to park and I will pull straight up to the valet and say 
y'all don't have handicapped spaces, so I'm not paying for parking. What you yes. want to do? What you want to do? What you want to do? Because I can literally shut down your whole business. Is all there I'm saying. There you go. I, I tell people straight up that legally you're supposed to have two handicapped uh, parking places, parking spots outside of any uh, space. So since I can't get that, what you yep. gonna do? Right. That's listen. I'm so so with you with that. Oh yeah, people oh. they do not like oh, me. Oh, don't let me pull up like before uh, you know COVID shut down Houston. Um, and everything, you know, shut down different spaces and stuff. Oh, I'll pull yeah. up to the performance hall. You oh, yeah. Pay, you want me to do what? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not paying for parking. Mm-hmm. No. I'm not doing that. Now, my thing is this. If I if all the handicapped spaces are taken and I have to pay for parking, I'm cool with that. But the yeah. valet needs to have my car outside the door. Right. Exactly. I don't care if you got, if you got parking on the sidewalk. It needs to be outside the door. <laughs> So if I leave the venue and go to the restroom and I peek out the window, I need to see my little Toyota Drift, okay? Yes. <laughs> so get your life. Get your life right, okay? I love it. Yo, <laughs> that is so true, though. Like, yeah. don't, uh-uh. I, it's it's hard it. being marginalized, but yeah. I use it. I use uh, it. It's, it's crazy because before then, let's be real, okay? I'm going to really make you laugh on this shit here. Now, I'm a Buddhist. Okay. I'm over 40. Okay. I'm a part of the Rainbow Kid Club. Okay. I'm a business owner. Okay. And I live in a Bible Belt. And Wait, I want cocaine. The Bible <laughs> Belt. The Bible you never heard belt. of the Bible Belt? No, you gotta break that down. Bible Belt is like Texas, Louisiana, uh, Georgia, okay. Mississippi. The yeah, Bible yeah. Belt, where yeah. they thump that Bible on your head and say, no, you cannot be different than us. I'm a Buddhist. Yeah. I believe in Zen and peace and love and light. Got you. And then you, where you live is totally opposite. Opposite. <laughs> you know? That's I, I gravitate in places where I help people that are marginalized. Yeah. I help business owners and nonprofits that people overlook or don't want to help because they don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You so if I build your website, you're gonna cut my grass for three months. Let's go. Right, yeah. I'm one of those. Yeah, that listen, we need more people like that because not everybody is not everybody can do it monetarily. And I don't ask but, people to. I, yeah. I I remove that because it becomes an excuse of people not finding their greatness and not putting yes. their greatness on display. So I'm going to oh, remove sure. that. I'm going to remove that excuse from you. Okay, so yep. I'm not going to charge you nothing. Now what you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now give me an excuse. Yeah. Nope. It don't, it don't cost nothing. So now what? Yeah. Now, now how you going to do it? Yeah. And that people are so amazed. True. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the person you don't see. Yes, I am. And I'm glad. Okay, so so what what was your life like before you um, got into your accident? Partying, <laughs> but not in the way that people think. Okay, okay, break it down, I'm break it down for us, right? break it down for us. I'm eclectic, so yeah, I don't do the club thing. Okay, if I do go to the club, it's to listen to the music, to hear, because you know DJs always know what's hot in the streets, where yeah. music is hot. So if I go to the club, you know, I'm like, like when the doors open, you know, how they say doors open at nine. Yeah. Drink, drink specials till 10. So yeah. Okay. I'm at the door at 901 out of there by 930. I'm one of those. Oh yeah. But 
I, I hang out and I party in a different kind of way, right? So I like to go to different clubs that do performing art, either live body painting, uh, people that will read poetry and paint at the same time. Like that, that's a party okay. to me. Okay, gotcha. You know I mean, gotcha. that's that's a party. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not a big clubber, never have been. I like a hole in a wall where it got a little, you know, like somebody playing music on a speaker from their cell phone and I can sit at yeah. the bar and get a drink. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, that makes sense. I you totally know what I mean? So I, yeah. I like small spaces. I don't like crowds. I don't like malls. Grocery stores scare the hell out of me. Um, you know, being honest, I, I don't like <laughs> those places because all I can think about is why are these people looking at me? Why do I keep bumping into things with this cart? <laughs> and I don't go to the mall because they don't have carts at the mall. So there. Yes. So there. Listen. So you can't get my dollars. Amazon, here oh we go. What's up? Oh my gosh. What's that up? is so <laughs> true. Oh my gosh. If you didn't say nothing, then you just said something because that is the truth. Oh my God. I can't stand going to the mall. I don't go. Because. You got the mall is like a freaking mile run. It's like a 5k and you don't have no assistance. You know what I do? I'm gonna tell you straight up. You're gonna laugh. I pull up. I'll pull up to the front door. And oh, I would I would God. drop off one of my friends and say, All right, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna send you five pictures. They say they got these in these store in this size. Can you go get that for me? <laughs> I'll be I'll over I'll be over here drinking my Starbucks. <laughs> In the in the VIP section of the parking lot. VIP section. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, that. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that's me. Oh, I can't stand going inside the mall, and I agree with you with them dog on shopping carts. I have hit so many people, and I just I know I have some battle scars with people. I already know. I know I got somebody's bruises of the shin. I hit somebody's heels. Well, see, you hit people. I hit displays and the stuff come <laughs> all everywhere. And I just be looking at the stuff on the ground and looking at the people, the store people like, you know, I asked this one kid, I say, can I just give you $10 and you restack this stuff? The little boy looked at his mama. His mama said, you better get that $10. And that boy stacked that stuff back up. I said, hold on, let me move my- let me move the cart first, love. Let me move, move the, the cart. cart. Listen, move the cart no. out the way, then you can restack. Or, yes. I would, or what I started doing is, and, and I still do this to this day. If uh, if I can't walk the store, if it's, the store is too big, I'll park mm-hmm. in the cart at the end of the aisle and ask somebody, okay, over there on that third shelf, I want this kind of pasta sauce <laughs> with the roasted garlic and onion. Ah, uh-uh, give me the other one. Give me the other. One. Give me the smaller one. Smaller one. Smaller one. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> Oh my God! Listen, <laughs> I, I do need that. to take. A, I, I'm taking notes. I do that because I mean, I am definitely taking notes. We gotta figure out ways to to live. Shoot, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I just feel like um, yeah, yeah. That is so funny to me. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Yesterday, I went to the store, and I used the cart, and it was a little tight when I was trying to make that, you know, that corner. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a, it was like a, like a metal, I don't know what, what was in it, 
Cheerios or something, like little mini one-size Cheerios. Yeah, I didn't slid that whole thing. See, it was in front of me and it was sliding. Okay, so are you good with left turns or right turns? In a car? Okay, so I'm good with I'm good with right turns. Left is a struggle. I can do left all day. Right is like now, nah, bam, bam, really, bam. Left turns would be like Tokyo Drift. Right turns. Is like, okay, nope. so are you left-handed or right-handed? Left-handed. Me too. I'm a lefty all day. Me too. All day. I do, I do not I'm understand. Too. But you know what? When I'm talking to people on the phone, they know when I'm taking when I'm making a right turn in my car. So therefore, <laughs> maybe in the grocery store it'd be the same thing. Like people just know, nah, I just get out the way. This girl and I make this right turn. You know, <laughs> only one side of her body really works. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you watch know. out. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> watch out. I am dying right now. I mean, you know, so, yeah. I, yeah, that's that's about all I can say. I'm good with left. And, you know, me, me and the right I good with the right. No, 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 Because it's funny, like, when I'm in a car and I'm talking to one of my cousins, he always say, do you know you only put on your blinker when you make it a right turn? I said, no, no, no. He told me, yeah, yeah. He told me, yeah, you never know. You make it a left turn, you don't even, you just get over in the lane. He told me, think about it. So I was like, oh, man. I said, so I'm going to have to remember, click left, click right. Because I'm going to get little. something. But it's, it's weird. Like, once I got past the anger, I was yeah. good. It took me about a month. Once I got past the anger okay. of the injury, you know, from the month yeah. of me being injured. Once I got past that, and oh man, you could go back on my Facebook page and look at some of them videos when I'm at physical therapy in the pool, like, like they're just taking my money, you know, <laughs> like I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, angry yeah. Smurf City, like I was angry. I I was angry. I cut myself off from everybody. Turn my phone off, didn't reply to emails, didn't reply to text messages. Like, I cut myself off. I was angry for about 30 days. Wow. But I had to get past the anger because it was like, Yeah. You're going to be mad or you're going to keep going? Yeah, because at this point, you got to alter your life, and which is cool, but you got to have that mentality too. Like, your mental has to change. But I had to learn to embrace the new me. Yep. Most people sit there and try to, oh, well, you know, I got to get back to, you know, I got to get myself back to the way I used to be. Why? Embrace the person you are right. now. Yeah, because that's not you anymore. And obviously, that's not supposed to be you because it wouldn't have changed. Exactly. So, you know, I can't get mad when I look in the mirror and I no longer see that 16-year-old girl with the A cup and wearing a size 6 clothes. So, I'm have to right. look good at these 38 C's <laughs> with this size 18 uh, suit on. I'm cool with that. So... It is what it is. Listen, I still love me. Yeah. But you know how people go through those changes? You go through those life yeah. changes. Because, you know, as you evolve and grow, your friends are different. You're different. Yeah. Your work environment is different. Your mindset is different. Because every day you're learning something new and it becomes a part of you. People don't even realize that. Like, if you go, to, you go to a restaurant and you eat sushi for the first time and you're like, yes. You don't even uh-huh. you don't even realize your brain has been rewired at that point. Right. So um it's it's weird because we're not the same people, so we have to look at it. And then I look at it like this too. I'm cool with the evolution because look at the wisdom that came with it. 
Right. Exactly. People hate that. I exactly. just like I can't sit here and talk about stuff I used to do twenty years ago. Right. That ain't even gonna help me. <laughs> I'm not there. I can't even use that. Yeah. People are like, oh, where's your? You used to have this, and you used to do that, and I used to do a lot of things that I could physically do. It wasn't nothing right. for me to drive to Houston, to Chicago, or Houston to California. And all the only time yeah. I need to stop is to get something to eat and go to the restroom and keep going. Now it's yeah. like, wait a minute, I got to drive. How much How much traffic is it? Right. What's the least? Right. Okay, so if I'm going from one side of Houston to the other side of Houston, which I already takes an hour, what's the best time of day? Should I go? Should I go exactly. now? Well, no, 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 doctor. My appointment can't be till 10 o'clock because, you know, I'm not going to fight yeah. that traffic. Exactly. You know? Listen. So, <laughs> oh, you hit you hit in real life stuff yeah. though because that is literally what we do it. When I have to drive from like where I live to LA, I'm like, okay, what's the best time? Because I don't want to be in no traffic. I know how long it's gonna take. And if I get tired, when is my body? When is my body fully fully able to function? See? To where I'm not tired. See, and that's why I keep in my car. I have a little cloth cooler that I keep coconut yeah. water in, uh, a bag of pumpkin seeds, a Ooh, bag I'm of pecans. I me some pumpkin seeds yesterday. See what I mean? So like I keep those little pick-me-ups of natural energy on me at all times. Yes. So that way, if I feel like, okay, my brain is starting to slow, my brain is starting to slow, then it's like, okay, let me do this because I know I still got to drive home. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and then don't let right. your foot get tired. And then, like oh, with gosh. me, I have to dr- I drive with the right foot, and that's the leg that's hurt. So, oh, okay, yeah. So sometimes I really have to sit there and pay attention to my body and say, "All right, you know, which compression stockings we put away today because we got to drive. Yeah. You know, do we yeah, want to wear right. the white ones and look like a church lady on Sundays, <laughs> or do we want to wear the black ones and look <laughs> mysterious like Olivia Pope on Scandal?" <laughs> How we want to look today? How we want to? What, what vibe we going? What vibe we going? And you know, yeah. So then, when the doctor was like, oh, "Okay, well, yeah, that's cool that you got the ankle socket, but you know, you need to go up to the thighs." Oh, okay then. So then I'm getting okay. the ones with the rubber plastic, with the look like I'm a, in a French maid costume and trying to put that under <laughs> some blue jeans. It's like okay. <laughs> then this is Texas. It's hot. So then I got a it's blue hot. Jeans. And compression stockings, and I'm sweating, and then I'm sitting here already going through menopause at 41, so I'm already naturally angry. And then I'm trying to be the brilliant business guru that I am at the same time in them, in them compressions. Let me, tell, let me tell you something. I had a speech I was giving over the summer at this place, yeah. and they, I, they accommodated me. It was social distancing, all of that. I mm-hmm. asked, I was sitting at the table, and I got up, and I told the lady, I said, can, I, can you give me five minutes? She's like, yeah. I went inside the restroom and um, one of my teammates went with me. I took them compression stockings off and walked back in, walked to the podium. All right, now I can really get started. I can't breathe in the compression stockings and you're already trying to look cute. And then my team be trying to put me in Spanx and stuff. Like, y'all know I can't breathe. You got me. I'm in Spanx, can't breathe. Then y'all already trying to put me into some two little clothes so I can show like I have a figure, which I don't. I'm straight up and down. I'm cool with that. And I'm okay with that. You know, then I walk away with a cane 
Then I got a mask on. And then, you know, if the lights are too bright, sometimes with yes. the fibromyalgia, it's, I can, you know, my eyes, it, it, they hurt. Yeah. So sometimes, so then I already look like, you know, Stevie Wonder little sister walking through the door <laughs> with sunglasses on, a mask, wearing a, <laughs> walking with a cane, and then having a sister behind me holding my bag. I'm just saying, like, I come through the door looking like, you know, Michelle Obama with a cane. You know what I'm saying? And then people be like, oh, okay, oh, you must be rich. Girl, are you for real? I'm going to go make some money when I leave here. Okay. I need to go home and check my stocks. You playing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm one of those. <laughs> I told you we were going to have fun. This is, this is who I am, though. <laughs> like... <laughs> Even with my best friends, like people, it's, it's crazy because people look at me and they think they know me. And it's so crazy. Right. I look at people and oh say, I God. have struggles like everybody else. Sometimes yeah. my mom has to help me get out of bed in the morning to go to the yeah. restroom because my legs right. won't move. Like, yep. you don't know. So don't assume. Yeah. And I tell people that all the time. And I tell people too, right. I'm a business guru, I play chess. You'll never know if I'm in a good mood or bad mood. You'll never really exactly. know if I'm in pain or not. Exactly. And I'm cool that with that. That is so me. That's yeah, that's that's me to the T. Like you're you're not you're never gonna know. Yeah. You're never gonna know that I am like in my pain level is at a 35 and I'm still smiling. I'm still pushing. You're never gonna know that my feet hurt. You're ne- you're never gonna see that. Yep. But don't act like you know me because because you think, oh, she's always okay. Oh, she's always great. Oh, she always feels good because you see me smiling. No, no, no. But you know what I have to tell people? Like, everybody always call me, like, Superwoman. You know, the Olivia Pope in Black and Converse. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I'm known, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, in that character-esque kind of way. Yeah. But people don't realize, sometimes I have to cut off my socks to get, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'd yeah. be mad because I done found me some fashionable uh, <laughs> compression socks online with the little lightning bolts going up the side. And then my legs feel so bad, I can't pull them off. And I got to get somebody to cut them off. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, you just, at the end of the day, you just like, you know what? Okay, I got I got the top off. I got the bra off. You know, the rest of this, I don't know, man. We might just have to Right. You know, it I, might my hands hurting, my legs hurt. Right. Let me just lay across the bed. Okay, if I stick my feet off the side of the bed, I won't get my sheets dirty with my tennis shoes. <laughs> it's what it is. Yo, it's real life stuff that we deal with, y'all. And then you try to this figure out real life. Yeah, then you try to figure out. Well, you know, if I take this vitamin D, they say that's good for bones. I yeah. wonder if it's gonna help my hip. Well, let me get some of this, uh, what's it called, glucosamine. Can I take five of these pills? Can we take an extra of them? That's what I'm saying. People don't even know. Like, maybe it'll kick in quicker. There you go. Okay, so oh maybe if I take two of these and two Tylenol <laughs> and a vitamin D and a B12 liquid drops under my tongue for 10 seconds, maybe no. I'll be able to walk oh. in Walmart. <laughs> yes! Let's be real. <laughs> People be you like, know, that's real life stuff, like, and people don't see yes. that. And then they be like, man, you really walking, you really walking fast with that cane. Well, if I stop, somebody got to pick me up off the ground. You want it? You know, I know y'all like this 200 fluffy, but baby, you don't want it like that. You don't want it like that, because I'll be hurting. <laughs> I want to be as stable as I can without help. Yep. 
and people don't even realize that then it's kind of like you know you have to you have to think about your intake in regards to fluids how close you yes. are to a bathroom how close yes. you are to yes. an exit okay yeah. so when i go to a restaurant i have yeah. to really strategically know where i want to sit because i have yeah. to make sure i can get to the front door and that one without bumping that table that table or I don't want to hit my cane right here. Or if I leave my cane against this wall with a clank on the ground. Yeah, people don't even understand that concept. Do I want a booth or a table? Do I want it in the back or the front? I got to make sure my yes. cane don't stick out in the aisle. I don't want to trip nobody. You know. Yo, that's yeah, that's real life stuff. Because yeah. I use a walker, so I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I got to make, because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I have to walk. So the walking is the problem. Where do I sit? Where can I put my walker? Because it can't, it can't be out. Because people that are at a restaurant or at a store or something, they got to walk past. And it's not going to be my fault there if they go. trip or accident with somebody else's food. See? So do I sit on the booth? Because if I sit on the booth, then I got to slide in and slide out. And that's going to make my legs hurt. Don't want to sit in a chair. Mm-hmm. But if I sit in a chair, then it's going to be uncomfortable because it's hard. It's, it's wood. There you go. Yeah. So then it's kind of like... All right, well, if I tilt, if I, you know, if the seats are hard and I tilt on my good hip, then tonight I'm both my hips going to be hurting. Okay, so, uh, dang, will I be real country if I elevate my feet in this booth at this restaurant? Uh, You know, like, it's stuff like that. Like, people don't even think, like, most people be like, why do you like to be at home? Why did you turn into a hermit? You know, Because it's safe. Yes. Because I know if I fall, I ain't got to worry about nobody. Oh my God, don't touch yes. her. Is she going to sue us? You know, I have to worry yes. about that. I ain't got, I know where everything is. There you go. My house knows me. There you go. I don't know if you got an incline in your house because your foundation bad. I don't know. Exactly. So I'm not going to fall. <laughs> I don't know if you got, I don't know if you got steps. I don't know if you got curves that I may not see. I don't know none of that. Then if you got flying cockroaches around your house, I can't run. Yes. I can't run to get away. Like, I can't run to get away. I can't run to get away. So I can't walk that fast. You know? So I'm I'm so well. I'm gonna get eat up. There you go. No. There you go. It's gonna fly on my head and I'm gonna scream for five hours. Right. So, I'm gonna feel bathroom clean. You know, this, I this Texas. Have we got we got Godzilla size insects here. Okay. <laughs> Texas. Okay, especially in the heat. So it's like okay. I need to know if your bathroom clean because I always have to use the bathroom all the time. I know, right? So, and then you can't do that hover like you used to. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You can't, you can't sit there and hold yourself up by your own body weight and say, okay, I'm going to hold myself up and I got to hover. Yes, people don't even realize that you can't even go into public bathrooms <laughs> on the highway anymore. Like, no. I don't care, man. I got my depends. I'm cool with that. Whatever. Listen. <laughs> listen. Okay. It works. I don't care. Whatever. Especially when I'm you're riding with somebody with else. This. You know what I mean? Yes. Especially on road trips. You ride with somebody else and you're like, dang, okay, but I really kind of got to stop, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, and then, and then check this out. I'm one person, the way I used to burn off my energy with ADHD so that I don't take mm-hmm. medication is I used to go places. Go here, go mm-hmm. to this club, go listen to music. Let me drive here. Let me go walk in a field. Let me go stargaze. Let me do this. Let me yeah. Walk. I would always be on the move. Like, only to me, I never really paid attention to my living circle. I had a question. Mm-hmm. The Sigma 
Wing Sigma Phi Sigma Rho oh. Sigma. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, so Sigma. I am a, a also proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho. Sigma Gamma Rho. That's right. Yo, that's the ladies super. with the blue and gold. Blue and gold. Uh, uh, and we uh, don't uh. mess with you unless you got a 4.0. Hey! <laughs> bars. Yeah. Yes. That's what we know. I always good. wanted to be in a uh, sorority, but yep. I'm sorry. Why are we waiting? Oh, I don't know how to. Just let me know which one you want to join. You know. If it's them other ones, they okay. I know people in there too. <laughs> Don't even stop. I love all my Greek sisters. Um, I know some awesome women in all sororities. So just let me know what you're interested in and I'll make you a contact. We ain't got to talk about that on the mic though. But I yeah. Listen. And, I got um, you. Yeah. And I'm also a part of a um, another uh, community-based sorority, um, Iota Phi Lambda, which is a, um, it was founded in 1929. Out of Chicago, Illinois, and it's all black uh, professional women, entrepreneurs, that space. And uh, it at one point tried to be a part of the Divine Nine, but since it was mm-hmm. geared mostly to business women and not all curriculums, you know, yeah, it kind of felt like, okay, well, you know, Divine Nine, we just gonna stop here. Right. You know, we, we don't need 10, we just gonna stop yeah. right here. Divine Nine. <laughs> it brings it out. We just gonna stop. Yeah. Nah, that's and, uh, super dope. I mean, to me, I just, I love Sigma Gamma Rho. Yeah. You know, I love it. And I can honestly tell you, when I got to college, I didn't think about joining anybody's sorority. Right, right. You know, my aunt is a Zeta, so my uncle's an Alpha, my aunt's a Zeta. So they just like, oh, okay, we'll go to the Zeta's interest meeting. They had people calling me in my dorm room, which really irritated my roommates <laughs> at 6 a.m., to the point where my between my parents calling me, people, business people calling me, asking me to do stuff like on the weekends for them or at night yeah. while I was in college. I just ended up getting an apartment off campus. It just made sense. Right. Because <laughs> I have weird hours. And Right, right. Yeah, they had me go to that event. So I was just sitting there like, okay, these people think I'm weird. Um, I'm not sure if I want to be in a sorority. You know, I'm I'm 19, 20 years old. I don't know. Right. I'm trying to get out of college. Exactly. I'm trying to get out of college because college to me was boring, but, you know, that's the ADHD. Everything is boring. Yeah. Um, To some degree. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't strike my interest, I lose focus. Like, within 15 minutes, I done packed up my laptop and grabbed my bag and walked out the door. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) That was me in college. Oh, I got to go to work. I'm sorry. I got to go. Right. You know, and I would go sit in the library and tutor people. That was fun for me instead of going to class. And I was like, okay. So when my best friend played Sidney Gamerol, I was like, okay, I could do this. Maybe. And she's like, maybe. I said, yeah. And she's like, well, I know you work a lot. So I was working three jobs in college. I had a goal. Oh, wow. And she was like, well, just see if that's something you want to do. And I have to say, out of all of the people that um and I guess it is like the thing that stems from childhood right mm-hmm. like that was the first group of women outside of my family that I had been around where I felt like I was at home oh got you yeah they accepted you mm-hmm. 
me and my weird, awkward craziness, nerdiness, all of that, <laughs> you know, being covert about who I'm dating. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Right. You no, know, it ain't nobody you dating. You right. know. <laughs> right. You don't have to worry about <laughs> so, that. Yeah, I hid in those spaces. I did uh, for years, and yeah, I love my sorority. That's, how long have you been in it? Twenty years. Wow. Yeah, and I, you know, I'll just say for for uh, clarification purposes, you know, in them years that I was going through medical issues, I did not pay my financial dues. So don't hold it against a sister, but at least I'm honest. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think people yeah. feel like, oh, I'm a proud member. Hey, I didn't pay my dues this year, so I didn't wear any Sigma Gamma Rho, nothing this year. Yeah, no, that. You know, I'm listen. I'm one of those people, like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't pay my dues this year. I might wear some blue and gold, but it will not have Sigma Gamma Rho on it until I pay my dues. That's exactly, yeah. That's earned, you know. That, just yeah. you, you pledged in college and ain't paid since. I don't know what to tell you, player. <laughs> At least I paid. You, you know, I paid a few times. You know, I yeah, paid a yeah. few times. You know, I might not have paid all of my dues at one time, but I got that. I got right. That right. I'm. I'm you still know? locked in. I'm. I'm still official. Still locked in. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. I love my sorority, and they really made me who I am. And most people say, well, dang, why do you say that? That's, you know, these were women that didn't have to accept me, didn't have right. to like me. Right. Um, you know, I've always been different. I dress different. You know, they want to take pictures in skirts and pretty tops, and I'm in a button down and some pants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. they've always accepted who I was, even when I tried to play their role. Yeah, right, right. Of what a sorority girl is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not typical in any way. Exactly. So I just they they let me be who I am. I love it. And that. they were they were they my sorority sisters at you know I went to HBCU, Preview AM University, and they allowed me to be me because a lot of times in college I didn't go hang out at parties. I didn't hang out in other people's dorm rooms and all of that because I wasn't um how do I say I didn't embrace who I was during those periods yeah and I felt like my sorority sisters gave me that space where I can feel comfortable about who I am I love and not yeah, feel bad I love that yeah that's that's super and that's important like you definitely yeah. need that for sure all right mm-hmm. so you already know you ready for the question or what I've been ready I stay ready you let's know go. Oh, let's all right. go all right here's the question if you can only speak one word today, what would you say? One word. Uh-huh. Love. Love. Come on. Love. I love that. Because either that it was going to be love or hug. Because I feel like there's a lot of people out here need hugs today. <laughs> Just saying, you know. <laughs> Y'all watching them news media reels. Y'all waiting on their eviction count. Can I just give you a hug, man? Because it's okay. Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. It's okay. You know, my tax bracket is not going to change any with either one of these people getting elected. Let me just give you a hug. Let's hug it out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to go out here and march for disability reform unless I start it first. So there we have it. Boom. We're not going to talk about the... um, financial things that they should do more for people with disabilities i don't care if they're visible or invisible so we ain't gonna get started on that but i decided i'm gonna start a crusade no matter who in the white house boom you heard it first you heard it first 
Thank you, Candice, so much for being on the show. I so appreciate you for rocking with me for this time. Uh-uh-uh. I am your host, Domo Jones. You are listening to Don't Let the Disability Fool You. Hey, Don't Ooh, Let the Disability hey, Fool hey. You. Ah, Working at one good hip, girl. Working at one good hip over here. Hey! <laughs> Until next time, we out. Love you!